You said Y-E-S to buying an HDB flat together. Now, there's another three letters to take note of. I-L-Y? <laughs> I know, B-T-O. No, H-F-E. You need a valid HDB flat eligibility letter if you're applying for your BTO flat. It takes about a month to process your HFE application. So, if you haven't gotten an HFE letter, apply at homes.hdb.gov.sg. That's H-O-M-E-S hdb.gov.sg. I don't know. Like, I'm just naturally an insomniac, which is not good. I understand that. I'm a, I've been a night owl, like, all my life. Yeah. yeah. I just can't, I'm not a morning person, and I just can't function in the morning. At all. At all. So, <laughs> and it takes me forever to fall asleep. And, me too, me too. But me when too. I do fall asleep, I can sleep. All the way. Yeah. You don't wake up. I do, like, the last couple of weeks, yeah, for sure, I've been waking up, like, every yeah? three, four hours. I, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe, me like, so, me so. Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh, we're in the same boat. We should text each other. Are you up, Rayan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't sleep. I can't sleep. <laughs> This is Jean Danker and I'm so excited that this guest is here with us today. She is an award-winning actress, singer, previously notoriously private and now just smashing the social media game. It's right on. Hello everybody. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you so this much for being here. This is literally my first podcast I've done in my entire like career. Yeah? I'm very honoured that you have me on and uh, it's, it's a topic, I mean, when you approached me, yeah. I was, so let me give you the backstory. When she approached me uh, on Instagram, like she DM'd me, right? And she was like, hey, I'm doing this podcast. At that point of time, I was like really overwhelmed mm. because there was a lot of things that I had never had to handle in my entire career that I have to do for the first time. And so she DM'd me, I was like... I was like, I'm, I'm a very like direct and old, and like blunt person. So I told her, I was like, Jean, actually at this point, I'm feeling very overwhelmed. And it was the truth actually. I yeah. was like, I'm feeling very o- overwhelmed. Would you mind if I got back to you in a while? And yeah. she was so gracious about it. She was like, yes. And then recently, um, <laughs> this photographer that I work with, Walter Tan, huh, uh, shot her photos for this podcast, yes. right? Shout out to Walter. <laughs> and then he texted me after he shot with her. He was like, hey, Jean, approach you do podcast, right? Hey, you should do it. Just do it. And then I was like, oh, yeah. I, it had totally slipped my mind. And then I DM her and then, yeah. That is so funny because yeah. I want to say a shout out to Walter. We were having the shoot, the yeah. cover shot for this podcast yeah. and he was asking about the guests and I said, oh, yeah. the next, I'm trying to reach out back to uh, Rayan. Mm. You know, I know she was very busy at the point of time and mm. everything and he he volunteered to say like, okay, I'll just drop her a text. I was like, don't pressure her, okay? <laughs> Alright, this is for mental health so you must think of a mental health, yeah. alright? No, he didn't pressure. He, he was just like, like, just do it lah. It's like <laughs> mental health and then podcast now very trending and I wasn't even aware of that. Right, and then right. I was like, yeah, okay, I should just do it. I should do it because mental health is a topic that I'm quite passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. So for a long time, mm. um, you didn't do social media. No. You know, you were very private. We actually didn't know anything about you. <laughs> you didn't know any. Yeah, I think nobody even knew I was a cat person or whatever <laughs> it was. Yes. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. And now we know so much about you and I love that. What made you want to get in on social media and do your Instagram and everything? Um, I think when the whole social media thing took off, yeah. I st- Still was very, very protective of my privacy. Yeah. But, you know, people grow and people change. And 
a while ago, actually a couple of years back, I already had this sort of like an idea, which was that if I didn't start social media my entire career, and I have been, this is my 20th year in showbiz. Mm. Okay, I mean, maybe using the word legacy is a bit overwrought. No. Maybe it's a bit exaggerated. But that legacy would be acting only and singing, mm. right? The stuff that maybe people can listen to or watch will just be the stuff on me watch and mm. Spotify. Yeah. Right? And I think I shared with you also uh, the very main reason why I felt like I needed to start social media beyond be oversharing and telling everybody. <laughs> like you see, we know everything about I you now. I love it. I love it I'm so kidding. much. <laughs> but beyond that, it was that um, I had gone through like really dark times. I'd gone, th I hit rock bottom so many times. And I know how lonely that is. I know how devastating that loneliness is. Okay. And so I felt like if I could use social media to help at least like one person feel less alone, then that would be enough. Yeah. You know, and then at least it's not just acting and singing, yeah. but it is also sort of like, yeah, just helping people feel less alone and helping people feel seen and heard and loved. Yeah. Mm. You mentioned like the dark times. Yeah. Can you tell us about one particular situation that you felt just your lowest and you felt like, how am I going to get out of that situation? I remember, um, you know, I'm a very vain person. Like I have like... <laughs> 50-step skincare routine, 5,000 masks. You know, I, I I love to shower. Like, shower is like, when I'm in the shower, I, I literally, uh, if you walked into my shower, it's like for one person, but it looks like it's for six, a family really? of six. Really? <laughs> like, I have multiple shampoos and shower gels. And because I like, like, I'm very sensitive to smell. So yeah. I, I just like having very nice smelly things. Yeah. And so I'm a very vain person. I like to shower. I like to put on my skincare. But I remember there was one point where I just couldn't get out of it. Like, I literally couldn't get out of it. I didn't shower. It sounds gross, but it's very real, actually. I didn't shower. I didn't wash my face. I didn't put on my skincare because... I just couldn't get out of bed. Right. Mm. And when you find yourself in this like negative space, like, you know, unable to move, mm. um, what's the first thing that you do to get yourself out of that space? Like, is there somebody you call, some, mm. something you read, mm. something you watch just to lift you to, to move to the next step? To be very honest, I, I can't really remember how... I eventually got out of that place. You know, memories are quite hazy. Mm. But if you want to ask me now, I would... Okay, for me personally, endorphins yeah. are very important. So I kill myself at the gym. And for some reason, like circuit training and hit is the thing that gives me the, the most like the boost. Because it's so hard, right? <laughs> it is so hard. Yeah, now I'm doing BFT. So wow. it's a more intense version wow. of F45. I was doing F45 before. Yeah. And so it's circuit training. And for some reason, the endorphin rush from this exercise works for me, right? Okay, yeah. So sometimes I really have to drag myself to the gym. I'm sure all of us can relate, right? Gosh. At least you go to the gym. That's awesome. You took <laughs> that not? step. Well, I've slacked off for so long. Yeah. I, I have a personal trainer who's been texting me. It's like, Gina, when, <laughs> when are, are you, you coming, coming uh, to finish your package? Oh, uh? no. So yeah, well, I'll get I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Okay, yes. okay. So for me, I mean, <laughs> beyond like losing weight or, or staying healthy, the reason why I'm like quite obsessed with the gym is the yeah. So I can walk in feeling really shitty mm. and then I can walk out feeling like a warrior. Wonderful. And how often do you go? Like in a couple of times a week, do you try to get in a couple About four or five times a week? Wow. It's actually nearby. Yeah. Oh. It's very near Mediacorp. Wonderful. It's walking mm. distance from Mediacorp. Wow. Yeah. So endorphins, I do feel like getting out the house and getting out of the bed, the room, yeah. it's important. Because sometimes all it takes is just 
a change of environment. Yeah. Sometimes all it takes is something to just distract you from, you know, poor me, poor me, and I feel so low. So like getting out of the house, exercise, um, talking to people. Like this is one thing I also do when I'm feeling really low is that I, mm. I get on the phone and I call people. This is not very natural for me. I'm, I'm the sort of person that likes to not ask for help, mm. um, keep quiet and try to settle it myself. But I think in the past few years, I've gotten very good at asking for help. So when I'm feeling shitty, I pick up the phone and I go, hey, like, look, um, you know, can you afford a bit of time to speak to me? Yeah. Um, and it helps, you know. I, I really feel like whatever you feel, like once it's out in the open, it loses its power. Mm. It gets bigger in the darkness and, and when you keep it quiet. But when you get it out there, like, all of a sudden, it just, like, loses its magical power. Yeah, I yeah. know exactly what you mean. When, yeah. it's, when it feels some light, all of a sudden, it's broken apart and you're like, actually, Absolutely. it's not so bad. No. And funny that you mentioned move and get out of the house because yeah. we just had Sharon Ow last week and she oh. said that as well. She was like, just move. Just get out of the house. Absolutely. Because you'll never know what energies hit you and yep. who you meet mm -hmm. and have conversations and takes you into a lighter and brighter space. Exactly. And yeah. You're not going to want to get out of the house. That's the yeah. thing. Like you're not, you just have to force yourself. I think I'll give you an example. Like, you know, CB, so circuit breaker. Quantify <laughs> <laughs> um, that. Circuit it breaker. Was, it was a really difficult period for all of us because it was the first time we were experiencing a lockdown. Yeah. Towards the end of that period, actually, as I look back now, I wasn't handling it very well. Mm. Like, my, my mental health was just really suffering during that period. But I was convincing myself that I was okay. Mm. And it was only with hindsight and I look back and I go, no, actually, I wasn't okay. So I, I literally did not step out of the house for, I don't know how long it was, like three months? Yeah, Two, around three months. there, around there. And towards the end of that period, I, I actually was feeling very, very depressed. Mm. And then when I when I got on a Zoom call with some friends and they found out that I hadn't stepped out of the house at all, they were like, get out, just get out, just go out, just go for a walk. But at that point of time, it was I was so inert already yeah. that it was quite difficult to get out of the house and just go. Yeah. But so this is what I mean, you know, like just literally getting out of the house, getting some fresh air. It doesn't have to be a very scenic place, but just getting out and have, sweating, mm. you know, breathing in some fresh air, it actually makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Mm. Right now, what's keeping you up at night and what are you struggling with at the moment? The thing is, I've always been very insomniac. I'm a perfectionist, right? So I'm very hard on myself. Mm. And if I don't meet... To, to be very honest, my standards are, are way worse to have to adhere to than the world's. Okay? Because <laughs> I'm very, very harsh on myself. And that's not okay. a good way to live. And so in general, there's a lot of stuff that keeps me up at night. Because I remember like when I was studying for my O-levels, yeah. I also couldn't sleep, mm. right? So it's like it's like the stress and anxiety and overthinking. I'm an overthinker. Oh gosh, um, I understand that. I get that. I you understand. Get that? <laughs> it's very tiring to be an overthinker. <laughs> But so I would say, whatever keeps me up at night, it could be really, really small things. Yeah, and usually, actually, I think it's the small things. It's absolutely from not the big day, Or something that comes up, like some thought from like a few weeks ago and then suddenly it pops into your head and you're like, why am I thinking about that yes. now? Yes. Right? It's, it's weird. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so it doesn't take a, like a huge dramatic yeah. issue to keep me up at night. Right. But I've, I don't know, in, the, in this new year, I've been mm. sleeping pretty well. Oh, good. I know, That's I know. I'm, I'm actually quite, you know, um, like drug-free and, and, and substance-free, but yeah. 
I don't know. Like, I'm just naturally an insomniac, which is not good. And, but then do you, like, sleep late, but do you kind of, like, get to sleep, like, the seven hours I at least? I try to. Yeah. I do try to, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I understand that. I'm a, I've am ai been a night owl, like, all my life. Yeah. yeah. I just can't. I'm not a morning person, and I just can't function in the morning. At all. At all. So <laughs> And it takes me forever to fall asleep at night. And, me too, me too. But me when too. I do fall asleep, I can sleep. All the way. Yeah. You don't wake up. I do, like, the last couple of weeks, yeah, for sure, I've been waking up, like, every yeah? three, four hours. I, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe, me like, as well, me as well. Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh, we're in the same boat. We should text each other. Are you up, Rayan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't sleep. <laughs> I can't sleep. <laughs> so I know one of the biggest reasons that you join Instagram, uh, upping your social media game, is because you really want to share what you've been through and help others feel like if they are rock bottom you're not alone there's many people out there feeling the same way right mm-hmm. um, how is how is that I'm sure you've gotten a lot of feedback and people DMing you and, and saying my goodness you've been of such good help how's yeah. that been going? I think it's been encouraging because don't you find it very odd that like the more connected we are via social media the more alone yeah. all of us feel I, I've always found that to be quite interesting how that works yeah if you realise there are a lot of people feeling very alone nowadays. So when I do share the stuff that I share, I think that I, at, at the beginning, I did get some sort of remarks that, wow, like you share so openly. I didn't expect that. Like, But if I don't, the thing is like nobody's going to relate, yeah. right? So for me, that 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 wasn't even really a, a consideration. It's, it's that I need to be very honest and very open about what I've been through so that people who are going through that can relate. Yeah. I mean, when I see things like, um, like I think there are a few regular commenters on my on my posts that go, thank you for sharing so openly. And mm. it's very rare for a celeb to maybe share so in such a raw and vulnerable. Yeah. And, and thank you for, for helping me feel less alone. Yeah. The funny part when I see these comments is that I realise that a lot of people sort of like feel certain ways or have certain emotions or have certain feelings and they think that they're the only ones that have that. Mm. But because they don't actually speak about it or share with people about it, then they think, oh yeah, I think I'm alone. I'm the only one in the world that feels like that, but it's never the case, right? We're yeah. all human and we yeah. all have a lot in common. More than and a lot of people think. Yeah. You know? Do you feel like when you share on Instagram, does yeah. it help you too? Does it does it feel it does. cathartic? It does. I, yeah. I think that recently there was this, uh, I think Joan Didion, she's the author who passed away. And there was this quote that I, I, I didn't realise it was from her. But after she passed away, you know, people oppose all these quotes, mm. right? And it was like, I only know what I think or feel about something until I write it. Yeah. Right? She's an author. And I looked at that, I was like, yeah, actually that's me also. Yeah. Because I love to read and I love to write. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, because there's so much going on in there, yeah. no overthinker paradise, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so writing actually helps me process also. Mm. I guess for me, when I write these things, I don't really write with the intent of like, it's going to help 2,000 people or it's mm. going to help a million. No, all I can do is be very real about what I go through, right? Yeah. Whether or not people connect with it is a different thing altogether. So I had been doing like charity work with this organization, which is Beyond, who sort of like do a lot of initiatives with low-income families, right? Mm. And previously, I'd met this social worker. And recently, very strangely, um, something that I posted, which has nothing to do with 
anything, uh, um, actually sort of like he texted me and he was like, hey, like, you know that this thing that you did with Chantel, the, the longboarding and what I wrote, right? For some strange reason, he connected with it. I, I think I wrote about how showbiz is actually an industry that chews you up and spits you out. And I was just like, you know, stay you, right? And this yeah. social worker actually texted me and was like, you know, I didn't really, wasn't really interested in that post or the news, but then it kept, it kept coming up. And then one day I clicked on it. And for some reason, what I wrote there sort of encouraged him to remember the original reason why he got into social work. Wow. I was very humbled like, because I felt like, even though it, it didn't really connect in that sense, but yeah. at least it encouraged him. Yes. And I did tell him, I, I said, you know, actually, I really respect people who do what you do yeah. uh, as a living because, for a living, because it's it's really not easy. Mm. And thank you for, for all your service for... You know, yeah. the, like the society. And he was like, okay, I'm going to let the younger social workers know you said this because oh. obviously this is also a group of people who really need encouragement. Uh, of course, mm. yeah. And uh, they, they should get more encouragement from all of us. They should. Actually. And they should be paid better. Yeah, agree, agree. <laughs> so, Ray, and we know it's your birthday tomorrow. Oh, it's my birthday. It's your birthday! <laughs> Thank you! Yes, it's your birthday! <laughs> well, uh, so we prepared a little something for our little segment. <laughs> and uh, of course, first, we, we, we've we got a cake. We've got a tiara. Can it, can it all come in right now? You got me a tiara. A tiara! <laughs> oh my gosh. What was it that I watched that is like, you got me a tiara? I think it was a show. Happy birthday! Oh <laughs> anybody has given me a tiara for my birthday and I love it so I'm gonna wear it for the rest of the day no yes, matter what <laughs> yes, no yes. matter where I go I'm gonna wear it for my birthday dinner tonight uh, yes please I love it so much okay and so we've got a cake here and you know uh, one of the things that we do with all the guests is you know to do something that takes your, your mind out of a uh, darker space and yeah. just to, to do something fun so we thought it was your birthday and we know you do a gratitude jar as well so yeah. we've got these Flags and wait, hang on. This is the really funny flags. Thing. Okay, the flags are for you to write down all the stuff you're grateful about to poke into the cake. So <laughs> as you put it in, tell us, tell us what you're grateful for in your gratitude okay, birthday come. cake. Now let me put this. Yes. <laughs> so the first, so this is the gratitude flags that I'm gonna put this podcast. Oh, for doing this lovely. Gratitude Cake, RBKD, which is fan club. my fan club, yeah. who have stuck with me through thick and thin. Very grateful for them. That's awesome. My dad's health. Aww. So my dad had a um, like had multiple heart attacks last year and it was kind of touch and go there for a while, but he just bounced back from it, from a situation that, I mean, a friend always reminds me like he's really lucky to be alive. So right. my dad's health. Awesome. Until, yeah. So that I have more time to visit him mm. in New Zealand. So my followers on my Instagram, who are so awesome. Yeah. And uh, who always leave, you know, you know who you are, the ones who always leave comments. Okay, my M's, which is one of it is there. Oh, some icing dropped down. Oops. So my M's are my cats. <laughs> yes, I'm grateful for them. Aww. And then, oh, the last one, that I am alive. Yes. Thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing all the stuff. Yeah. Um, for 
for this episode. I'm of, very happy um, to do this, actually. Yeah, I'm really, really glad you're here to share as well. And also to wrap up our season mm. of uh, the Are You OK podcast. So mm. I hope you've learned a little something as well watching this episode and through all the episodes that we've had all these amazing guests. What a journey it's been through the 10 episodes. Thank you so much for watching, guys. See ya! Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Are You Okay? We hope that you've enjoyed it. If you like what you listen to and want to hear more, you can subscribe or follow us on MeListen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Otherwise, if you're more of a visual person and you like putting a face to a voice, you can watch the video edition of this on MediaCorp Entertainment YouTube and MeWatch as well. Links will be in the episode description. Once again, it's Jean Danker for the Are You Okay? podcast. Till the next one! Takashi Mayakar Day from Thursday 16th May to Sunday 19th May. For just four days, Takashi Maya cardholders can enjoy an additional 10% off and up to 6% voucher rebates on a huge variety of brands and products during this mid-year sale. Join our loyalty program and start enjoying these exclusive privileges. Get ready for the mid-year sale at Takashi Maya and shop away. Terms and conditions apply. Brought to you by Takashi Maya Department Store.